This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Devotions. This is Chris Witz and this is Marriage Week. There was once a four-year-old little girl named Susie and she'd just been told the story, delightful story of Snow White. She'd never heard of it before and she could hardly wait to get home from preschool to tell her mother. And when she finally came through the door running wide-eyed with excitement, she retold the fairy tale of Snow White to her mother. And she shared how Prince Charming had arrived on this beautiful white horse and kissed Snow White back to life. And then Susie asked loudly, And do you know what happened then, Mum? Yes, Mum said, they lived happily ever after. No, said Susie, they got married. Do you know, in childlike innocence, that little girl, uh, Susie, probably spoke the truth in in a way that she never realised. Because these days, getting married and living happily ever after are not necessarily the same thing. They're not synonymous. Many uh, couples who wed never even get close to experiencing the joy that God intended us to have in marriage. And of course, you know the statistics of of the great number of spouses that just give up and uh, seek for a divorce. So what is it that goes wrong when a marriage crumbles? And I think it's a very complex matter. I'm not an expert here, but it's worth trying to think over at least and ask, Lord, do you have any answers to help those of us married people? to stick at our marriage. Husbands and wives, of course, get stressed. And troubles, even the little troubles, can easily turn into bigger troubles. In Ephesians 5, the Apostle Paul from the Bible says that men should treat their wives in a Christ-like way. But he even spells it out a bit more clearly. He says, for example, in verse 25, Ephesians 5, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Now, That's, for men who are listening, that's a very strong statement. It means, us guys, we need to have a sacrificial love for our wives. And uh, that means that their needs should become number one before our, our own, even if it costs something. I don't mean just in financial terms. Do you know, it also means that if we have to, we should be willing to lay down our lives for our helpmates. I heard the true historical account of one of the generals of King Cyrus, who was a, a ruler of ancient Persia. And he'd learned that his wife had been accused of treachery and his wife was condemned to die. So he responded by rushing to the palace. He burst into the throne room and threw himself on the floor in front of the king. And he cried out, O my Lord Cyrus, take my life instead of hers. Let me die in her place. place." Now Cyrus, who by all accounts was a, a good man, a noble man, was touched by this act of selflessness. And he said, love like that must not be spoiled by death. And so he gave the husband and wife back to each other and he let uh, his wife go free. And as they walked away, the husband said to his wife, did you notice how kindly the king looked at us when he gave you the pardon? And his wife said, I didn't have eyes for the king. I saw only the man who was willing to die in my place. Now that's wonderful love, isn't it? Now most of us men will never hopefully have to put our love to that extreme of test. But We, of course, do have many lesser ways and opportunities to do so. I mean, we have plenty of opportunities to show our love as we learn actually to die to self every day. And that's what the Bible talks about. Uh, One wife told her husband, I know that you're willing to die for me. You've actually told me that. But while you're waiting to die, could you just fill in some of the time by helping me with the kids or do the dishes? Well, seriously, wives, can can you imagine how wonderful it would be to have a husband who was always putting you first, who was trying to put your needs first? I think it would be an enriching 
marriage relationship indeed. For a marriage to work like that, we have to draw on God's power. We can't do it on our own. In a marriage, as God intends, Jesus is the third person in that marriage. Of course, on our own, it's difficult. There can be conflicts. There there can be missed connections. But God, at the center of our relationship, can make all the difference. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this institution we call marriage. Help us, Lord, to take it seriously. Amen. This has been a Hope 103.2 podcast. For helpful articles, station news, videos, devotional emails, and more podcasts, visit hope1032.com.au.